I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe you Hello everyone, my name is Ryan Weeder and today I'm going to be speaking with you about God's love. Now God's love has a very special place in my heart because um, it was the first thing that God gave me revelation knowledge on. And it's just so so foundational for everything that Christians stand for and believe in and do. It, it really does kind of have a finger in a finger in each pie, so to speak. Um, and it, it was it was amazing. Um, I was reading this verse I'm about to read you, and it just exploded on the inside of me, and I knew I, I realized God loves me. God loves me. And and I I stood up just immediately just up and I started and I started jumping around I started I started pacing back and forth I was laughing at myself I wanted to yell but my parents were in the next room and I didn't want to wake them up um, but it was just so big and I realized just what it meant that God loves me so I'm gonna read you the verse and it's in the Amplified it is. Ephesians three eighteen through 20, and it says that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Now to him who, by in consequence of the actions of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. It's pretty, I mean, that's... It's a wow scripture. <laughs> no, there's lots that you can get from this. But the thing I want to focus on is the love of God. And God loves you more than you know. I mean, God loves you. It's really hard to put into words, but God loves you so much more than more than you can know with your with just your mind, like, yeah, I know God loves me. You need to know through personal experience and even then the depths, the width, the height of God's love is so vast. It's amazing. It's awesome. And God loves you more than anyone else can. I mean, you you may have a wonderfully loving mom and dad. You may have a wonderful loving spouse, but they won't, they can't even come close to as much as God loves you. And not only that, but God, the God, the creator of the universe, loves you. The God that created everything you see around you, down to the atoms, loves you. And just, just take a second to let that, let that sink in. And it's, it's just, wow. <laughs> Now, the next scripture I want to go to is 1 John 3, 1. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. 
Imagine the kind of love that the God, the creator of everything, has for you to declare you his child. Children are very, very special, very, very valuable. And God calls you his child, calls you his son, calls you his daughter. And that's, that's something that so many Christians seem to forget is that you need to think of yourself as a child of God, an actual child. Think of God as your dad. Think about what that means. And then you just skip down to the next chapter, 1 John 4, 16. It says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And that's, that's such a big scripture, because there's a, there's a very, very important part in there. It says, God is love. God is love. You are a child of God who is love. That's the most loving you can get. God doesn't have love. God is love. He is love. It's very, very important to, to realize that. God is love. Then we see that when we dwell in love, we are in right standing with God. Now, I think it's pretty safe to say that all of us believe it's important to be in right standing with God. It, I mean, that's what Christians are supposed to do. We need to be in right standing in God. And right there it says, when we dwell in love, we dwell in God. <clears throat> and that's... Again, I'm having a hard time putting this into words. But it's just, it's... So many Christians seem to just kind of gloss over that. They think if they do this, if they do this, if they do this, that they are, they'll, they'll be in right standing with God. But no, it, it just says right there that he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And another thing, the next point I want to make here is that when we dwell in love, God is in us. When we are dwelling in love, when we are loving on people, when we're acting out of love, God is in us working through us we are doing what God wants to be done. You know, even, even hardcore legalists will pray, you know, thy will be done in heaven as it is, on, on earth as it is in heaven. And that's, that's what you're doing when you're acting in love. You're fulfilling God's will on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I, I, I mentioned it briefly, but take a moment to imagine how loved a child would be if their parent is love. I mean, look at how loved some kids are when their parents just have some love. When, they, when their parents love them, their parents still aren't love itself. God is love. Imagine, just think about that. Imagine yourself as God's kid. You just, God, I love you. And God just looks at you. And with more love into a single phrase than any person here on earth could say, look at you and go, I love you too. God, oh, 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 you just, oh, it's, it's awesome. I'm using that word with the full intent of the meaning. It is awe-inspiring. 
and it brings me it brings me to my next point in that God can't do anything other than love you. There are so many Christians out there that think that, oh, I did something bad, God's mad at me. I did something I did something wrong. God's gonna punish me, he's gonna smite me. Maybe exaggerating just a little bit, but they have that mindset. God loves you. And like any parent, if you do something wrong, he may not be super pleased with you. But even that's not quite right because a, a parent here on earth being not pleased with their child is not even close to the same. It's not, it's not even close to the same thing. God, God loves you. <laughs> loves you so, so much. God feels nothing but love towards you. He can't feel anything. He can't feel anything other than love towards you. He is love. And there should be, because of that, there should be nothing but love from us to God. There's so, again, there are so many Christians out there walking around blaming God for everything and angry at God. When there's nothing but love, there should be nothing but love between us. There's nothing but love between us. It's God loves us. We love God. There's a fellowship there. There's a special bond between a child and a parent in the first place. Imagine how special that bond is between us and God. And of course, we all know, we all know Jesus' commandments. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. All ten commandments. Even people that are focused on living their life by the Ten Commandments, even hardcore legalists that follow the Ten Commandments, uh, follow all the laws through Leviticus and such, all the commandments can be wrapped up in love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus himself said so. All the commandments are encompassed in that. It's just love. You live your life in love. You live your life in, in righteousness and in right standing with God. And it, it amazes me to see how many Christians are out there that aren't following that. They may be nice to people. They may be cordial to people. But they're not living their life in love. And they're not realizing the love that God feels for them. You know, God loves you more than you can know. And I, I honestly believe that when we get to heaven and when we get to the new earth and we're living for eternity, that through that eternity, the primary thing that will make it not boring <laughs> is just constant new revelations of God's love for us. God loves us very dearly. And there's just more depth, more height, more width, more length. There's just always more to it. And it'll be wonderful. And there's, there's, there's nothing that can compare to that. And I, real quick, I want to end on a chapter. John 13, 34 through 35. It says, a new commandment I give unto you. This is Jesus talking now. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, and that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one, if ye love one to another. 
Jesus is saying that that is, that is the defining characteristic of Christians, is love. Now, he says, love one another as I have loved you. Christians need to have this revelation of how much God loves them. And there are so many walking around that just don't. And to truly love someone else, to truly love someone, you, you really have to have that revelation of God loving you. And all of us have a revelation to some extent because we accepted that free gift of salvation. That's a, it's an amazing thing in, its, in itself. You don't have to do anything. You just have to accept Jesus as Lord of your life and your Savior. That's love. Because of that, all Christians have some revelation. And there's, uh, there's a love on the inside of us. But we're not walking it out. We, there's, there's so much strife in the body, and I mean, you can't do that. The defining characteristic of Christians is that we are supposed to love one another. We have to love one another. That's the defining trait. Jesus is telling you that all may know that you are my disciples because you love one another. I mean, Jesus told the parable of the Good Samaritan you look at Jesus' ministry, it's nothing but love. The, if I'm if I remembering correctly, the only people he ever got truly angry with, and of course it's a righteous anger, there there is a difference, were the Pharisees. And Jesus loved the Pharisees as much as anyone else. It was that they were being hypocritical, they were hurting people. They they were hurting people. And, and he had to stop it. Love is loving. It's so simple, but it's true. All of Jesus' ministry was founded on love. And love isn't just some flimsy, you know, sissy, foo-foo stuff. You're not just some doormat for people to walk over. Jesus chased people out of the temple with a whip that he made himself. Think about that. Jesus walked into the temple, saw people cheating each other and using each other. He left the temple, made himself a whip, walked in, flipped tables, and chased them out with a whip. Love is not, I repeat, love is not something that makes you a doormat. Love is strength. Love, love puts you in a place of protecting others and helping others. And I could go on a whole tangent about that, but I'm gonna stick to gonna stick to the core here. God loves you more than you realize. And we are to love others with the same love that God loved us. So little challenge is to go out and love on somebody. Your goal is to be recognized as something special. Go, you know, I noticed there's just something different about you. And it's an open door to, to, to minister to them. So go out there 
love on someone and be noticed as Jesus' disciples. Thank you and have a blessed day.